0: Hello, good evening, and welcome to a new episode of There's Coffee Here with Ava. Uh, I want to first give a major shout out to everyone who listened to my very first podcast and gave me feedback and gave me so much love and shared it. Thank you all so much. You don't understand the feels and the joy that I got with all that positive feedback and encouragement to... Share my story and share my truth as scary and everything as it was because, you know, you put yourself out there, you know, for judgment and to be judged and shit. And, you know, so many of you all were honest and supportive and I really, really appreciate it. And uh, I am going to keep going and doing this. So thank you for that. And I'm excited. So here's next episode. Um, I just finished doing a podcast, actually, um, with uh, my this wonderful woman named Megan, who does a podcast called Adventures in Autism, where she talks about her journey with her son, Logan, and dealing with autism and talking with other parents who have children that are on the spectrum and their journeys um, so that people who are hearing it can maybe relate And, you know, help them and feel that, you know, that they're connected and people understand and understand what they're going through in their journey. Because honestly, uh, the support that parents get, uh, that's what really is key. And parents really don't get the support that it is and the resources that it is to help with the stress of not only just parenting, but we're talking about parenting a child on a spectrum, which is a whole different beast. Um, I remember when I found a program for my son, uh, that was all the way out in Evanston and I stayed in the city in Chicago, um, pause on the fact that we're going to come back to that ain't no resources in the city, especially in minority neighborhoods, which is why I had to take my black ass all the way out to fucking Evanston to find a program for my kid. Okay. Like I said, table that going back anyway, all the way out in Evanston, get to the program. There is a um, black woman there who I'm friends with now and she sees me and she's like, oh, well, hello. Don't see many of us here. Welcome to your new normal. Now, I don't understand why black people or I attract the black people that just feel that we know each other right away. And I'm just going to tell you off the cuff, like this is what's up. But I feel like she knew or that I needed to know that I had to get this Band-Aid ripped off. Like, hey, girl, you and a whole nother planet, let me help you breathe. Um, And she was right. And she was right because you think about it or when I think about it, you know, when they talk about normal, what is normal? Well... Shit, when we were through the evaluation process, you know, or if you read those parenting books or, you know, your first year, <clears throat> they talk about what kids should normally be doing within a certain age. By the age of three months, they normally should be sitting up for something. Or is that six months? I don't know what it is, but you know, like nine months, they're supposed to be pointing or whatever. And 18 months, they're supposed to be putting together two-word sentences and communicating back and forth with you and having communications. That's what normally should be happening. And normally, that did not happen for my son, Blake, which means that I and we, my husband and I, had to find a way to get and adjust to a new normal. I am super fortunate to have very supportive friends and family, people who are Team Blake on Facebook. He got a whole defense squad under the tutelage of my mama and her partner, my mother-in-law as his lead uh, defense counsels um, <clears throat> in all things that Blake does, um, which is Nothing he does is wrong. Um, And, you know, cousins and people who are super supportive and love Blake, and they are a great comfort to me. But in all honesty, the reason why I'm able to even get and know that I can go forward, is the support that I've gotten from the autism moms that I talk to, that I reach out to, um, that have been gracious enough to me to let me vent and to ask questions and to just cry and freak out and get mad at and (sighs) sit there and sigh with because they get it and they have been there. Um, When Blake first got diagnosed, I reached out to a girlfriend that On Facebook that I hadn't even talked to since high school and I remember her posting something about her son's um, being autistic and she never talked about it before and I inboxed her and just asked if I could call her because I was just in so much shock like I didn't even know what that meant like, what does it mean he's autistic? They do these tests on my kid and <clears throat> tell me I need all these therapists. And then the therapists show up to my house and um, they're, you know, doing these exercises with my kid and telling me that I need to get set up with him to do a an IEP and have therapists go to his uh, daycare and... You know, sometimes a therapist would or wouldn't show up. And then they give you this seven-page, like, just thrown-together printout of all these things that you're supposed to be doing for your kid now that he's autism. Like, you're just supposed to stop and now become a therapist when you're still even trying to figure out how to be a damn parent in the first fucking place. Like, I just became a mom. Blake is my only child. He is my only child. And shit my husband and I are trying to figure this out collectively individually and fucking up both ways and if I didn't have those women to vent to who got it who was just like yeah and share their experiences and what they did to get through I I would legit I mean, you know, my doctor hates when I say that, but I mean, it is, I'd be a crazy person. The mania that it is alone is is, is stressful. It, it, it It's stressful for a regular person. For me, it's like a fucking truck and I'm so grateful for them and part of the reason why I do this is because I, I want to be a comfort to someone else to know that they aren't alone and yeah, it is hard. And you need some type of support too. Um, my new normal girlfriend, she told me about how she moved out to the suburbs. She had to, because like I said, lack of resources in the city and she's a single mom. And even though some of her family was here, the education system and her being able to get about and all that other stuff in a program for her son at the child, nothing in the city was giving him what he needed to grow and develop and he would start to regress and for children who are on the spectrum i mean everything is about repetition 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 until they get it and even then uh you know if they're not getting the same lessons over and over and over and over and over again (laughs) sorry that was a lot um they will regress to where the point that they won't do them anymore and they'll forget. And it's almost like you have to reboot and start over. Um, it's like they lost programming and, and she couldn't get that in the city. Um, not be able to, you know, she didn't have a car and everything else like that. I think like her mom was around. And so suburbs was her solution. And she kept telling me that I was going to have to move to the suburbs to be able to get, my son, the quality of programs that he would need to develop uh, artistically—that um, it just wasn't going to happen. To which that annoyed the shit out of me because one, I am a Chicago till Chicago ends. I love the city. I am a city girl. I don't like the suburbs. I don't. I mean, it's nice. It's pretty. It's quiet. <sighs> I just, I'd be liking the city though. Like, I don't understand why I got to move my, all the way out to the damn suburbs just to, okay, so let's talk about that even. So one, I don't understand why I should have to move all the way out to the damn suburbs just to get fucking resources. The problem is, is that more resources need to be brought in to minority uh, neighborhoods. Why are people being penalized because their children are being born with a mental uh I'm sorry, with a, uh, yeah, mental disability or whatever. Um, And because I don't make a certain amount of money now, my child won't be able to get the resources he needs to develop properly. Um, When I sent Blake to public school for a half of a semester where he was in, um, what is it? He was in a school where, in preschool where, he didn't even learn anything. He learned didn't he everything that he was taught in his daycare, he was losing. And he knew sight words and he could do states and everything. And he lost pretty much all of that messing around in this public school. Uh, because they couldn't do anything for him. The therapists wouldn't show up the way that they said that they were or whatever. It's the scariest thing because, you know. <clears throat> When you grow up and like my husband, when he was growing up, uh, you know, he grew up in Inglewood, and he's like, you know how they treat kids with special needs. They turn around, you know, they get mistreated. The programs, you know, the teachers don't treat them right. And other kids don't treat them right. So, you know, it's a scary thing to then know. Hell, at pre-K already, my son's not getting what it is that he needs. It's fucked up. So now I got to move to the suburbs just to go ahead and get that. So. I mean, and while, yes, I know that other kids have to move or whatever, and other parents have had to move to different school districts for whatever the situation is, like, my support system is in the city. My friends are here. My parents are here. People who I can turn around and watch Blake or pick him up from school or help do errands with him or sit and watch him because... As a parent, you need that support. You cannot parent 24, 24, 24, 24. And you are a parent of an autistic child. You cannot parent 25, 25, 25, 25, 25. Because it legit feels like a 25 to 8 job. Like, how's it 25 a day, 25 hours, 8 days a week? You're really trying to do the math. It don't add up. But legit, that is what you are working somehow. It ain't on the spectrum. That makes sense though, right? Right. See how I did that there? Um, but you you would lose it if you didn't get the, pl- the space to ever breathe and get some type of a break from it. Um, which is why I feel like some parents snap because they don't. They don't get a break from it. You know, the the stress of it. You know, parents divorce over. People divorce over this shit. It becomes a lot. Um it, it it's you, you're trying, like I said, my husband and I, you know, we're trying to adjust to it individually. I just shared a story about, you know, some of the issues that he had uh, or saw with kids who have special needs in schools and that put up all sorts of triggers for him. And, you know, he doesn't act like a quote unquote normal boy where, you know, you just go and teach him how to catch or teach him how to dribble a ball. It's not working like that um for me you know you start hanging out with you know girlfriends that you have a baby with um y'all all had not baby with (laughs) yeah no well I'm sorry correction no you have girlfriends that you all have babies with around the same time and you know y'all do play dates at the parks when they're like four months and you know Six months and 12 months is a little friend get togethers and then the two year old parties and then the three year old parties where my child isn't interacting or is loud or uh, can't play in the bubble or uh, jungle gym thing because the music and the lights are loud and flashing. And then you realize you can't go to certain kids parties and certain parent parties because. Your child won't be comfortable in that environment, which means you won't be comfortable in that environment um so shit changes uh that becomes hard um it's okay it's it's what has to happen because you have to do what's in the best comfort of your child but um, like I said, I'm fortunate to have that support. And for my son to still have those outlets, those friends, because a lot of parents don't have that shit. Um, one, of, Blake's been at that school that he's been at, um, the prototype school. It'll be his third year. It's his third year this year. And for the first time, a kid is having a birthday party and all the kids got invited. Everybody was just so fucking excited. Like, oh my God, look, there's going to be a party. We're going to have a party. And that almost like made me sad because like, do they ever, is is it such a thing where we don't get invited to parties like that anymore? Is it because we turn them down all the time and people just know? Or is it because, you know, we just know that we that's just not how we can, that's just not our thing. Um, or because you've lost all your friends like that. Um, I'm happy Blake still gets invited to parties from other friends, but that made me sad when I saw that. Um, I remember going to a parents' meeting all the way out in the fucking burbs again. Uh, because they don't have support groups like that in inner cities with black and brown kids. Cause you know, they just want our babies to so go ahead and just destroy themselves and fall apart. Sorry, back to the parents. Um, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, at this parents meeting and, you know, they brought food and, you know, they brought liquor and you know, they're sharing stories and, you know, they're regulars and, you know, they're telling me like, hey, I'm welcome. And uh, I had my good girlfriend, my college roommate, she found it for me. And so she's sitting there with me for support. And we're going around and we're listening to these stories. And as I'm sitting there, I'm realizing like, this is their relief. Because even though it's hard for me, uh, it's a challenge for me, you know, as a parent of Blake, I am fortunate that my son is high functioning on the spectrum. You know, there's parents there whose kids probably won't ever leave their house or, you know, won't ever. They're just they're kids who are low on the spectrum and their challenges are so much more than mine in their autism journey with their children and just hearing about how family members like have shunned them or continuously send them emails about you know the fact that you get your child the vaccination shot or whatever it is or Keep getting them tips, even though they tell them that they don't need that support or whatever it is. Just kept fucking with them like they didn't get any type of support from their parents. Like that shit made me mad. Like, do y'all not understand the stress that these people are going through? Like, and they've been doing this shit for years. They kids are like seven, Eight, twelve, 12, like this dude is going and get experimental treatments in other countries so he could get information on how to do shock therapy to help, you know, children on the spectrum be able to talk like these motherfuckers is jumping through hoops and you got family members who are treating them like shit. Because they don't get it. Fuck. Dude, I was so mad. I actually asked certain folks when they were telling me their stories about their unsupportive ass, fuck ass relatives. And I legit asked if I could go to some of their houses for like, you know, just coffee and curse outs. That's it. That's it. That's all I wanted to do is just curse them out for them on their behalf because I feel like somebody needed to tell them the fuck about themselves and they bullshit. Like, this is their release. Like, they are sitting there. This woman is talking about how she's about to go through this journey again with her second child. Like, people are crying. And I didn't go back. I didn't go back because, I mean... I felt bad because I didn't felt like, feel like I belong there because, yes, while I do have a child on the spectrum and, you know, everybody is there to support everybody, I'm there to support them, you know, lovingly from a distance. But I, I, I didn't need that. I had that support. That's what made me super grateful is that I didn't need that. They needed that. Everybody needs something different. Um, That wasn't mine. And that made me that more grateful for my support group. And if I could say anything, find you a tribe to help you through this. Because as a parent, that's what it is that you really need. You have to be okay to go ahead and take care of your child, which is why it pisses me off so much about the whole thought of having to go to the suburbs because Yes, I know I need to get my child the best education, which is why I bust my ass and move all over the place and go and find them different programs in Oak Park and get the right job to go ahead and do that and get off early and navigate around and have a mom that can go ahead and help. But that's the whole thing. My squad is in the city. My support teams, my rocks are in the city. How can I be a good parent? And if I move all the way away from that to for Blake to have that space, but then he doesn't have the space and support that he needs at home. That's a catch-22. Um, I don't think that's cool. If anything, there should just be more support groups, period, for parents. And like I said, in regards to stress in general, stress is... Told you, stress is the devil's tool. It it really is. Like we ain't supposed to be stressed, depressed like this. Like it's just too much. No one has the time, and um, that's why we need to go ahead and support each other. And parents, definitely, who have these challenges and have kids on the spectrum, we need to talk more and we need to share more. And you need to know that you're not alone. You need to be able to scream and cry and vent. That's what I did with so many of these moms. I have a friend in Texas. We never met, not one day ever. We met through friends on Facebook and she has a son that's on the spectrum. And she messages me and checks in on me. And I think we've called and I cry, you know, it's hard. Um, and i love them so much and i'm so grateful and swear i hope that what it is that i'm doing or who hears this or can you share this with someone who may need it because child y'all you, you can't just handle the stress and nor do you want to just be the parent that just pushes through because the frustration from it you, you just need support and you need love through it You need love and forgiveness through it because you do the things that you're not supposed to do, what they say don't do. Like, you're not supposed to compare your child to a quote-unquote normal child. So then when you do it, and (laughs) you fall apart and cry, you need someone who has been there with you to sit with you in your moment. And let you cry and vent it out, and then help you talk you back off your cliff, to remind you that it'll be okay, to remind you that this journey is a special journey. It's our children are special kids. Ninety-five percent of what it is that we're doing is trying to figure out what the fuck it is that they're doing to figure out to try to help, uh, um, get them what it is that they need, and the last five percent it's been on facebook i don't know uh or watching game of thrones or whatever or drinking whatever you time maybe um but parents need to be supported through that um if you are a person who has you know a friend or parent on us um you know who has a friend whose child is on the spectrum um you want to know what you can do to be more supportive um Do some research. There's a great um, website called The Mighty that shares stories of that um, about people who are on the spectrum or deal with parents on the spectrum and, um, you know, read their stories and excuse me, find a way to empathize with um, where they're at and uh, learn what it is that you can do to be a better supportive person, you know. Why don't you stop saying some of the bullshit stuff that they say <laughs> they don't want you to say? Like like one of the things is that pisses me off about the whole uh vaccination thing or whatever is like when you tell a parent with a kid on the spectrum, it's like, well, bitch, if it is, it's already here. So what the fuck is you telling me for? Like Thanks for the info for something that's already helped me. That's not, I'm sorry. Thanks for the info for something that is already fucking happened. Are you here to help me? Are you here to point out what the fuck it was that we got here about? Cause I could really give a fuck about it at this point. I mean, it's cool unless you got a solution, but don't just be telling me like, oh, this is the vaccination that did it. And then you're not going to give me any type of fucking help in regards to the now with this child that is on the spectrum, however the fuck it is that they got there. Don't do that. That's not nice. That's not helpful. In fact, that's a bit more stressful. If anything, find out what it is that they need. Do they just need shit? Sometimes they just need somebody to fucking listen. Period. They need someone to hold their hand. They need someone to come and just sit with them. Whatever, man, like be more empathetic and think about what it is that you would want someone to do for you. If you were in that situation, put yourself in their shoes. Shit. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Um, you know. Uh, Yeah, so that's it. That's all I got. I'm not going to extend this out. I'm sorry. It's been a long night. I did the first podcast and then this one. But, um, yeah, man, I hope this helps someone who really needs to hear this. Um, to all you awesome autism moms, uh, that, you know, do all you can to figure out what the fuck these little kids need, these ones, these special little, uh, Special thinking, super special acting, super special, just magical little beings. Um, And as we're trying to figure that out, go and cry (laughs) in the closets or in the showers at night. Know that I'm here with you and I understand. And you can do it. It's okay, and it's okay to have moments, and it's okay to have oopsies, and it's okay to cry about it, but don't stay there long. It'll be okay. Get up and push through because that kid needs you, and you need to be whole. Get yourself some help, girl, Um, girls and guys. Get some therapy. Find someone to talk to. And don't let energy vampires really take your spirit. And if you have family members that ain't going to be compassionate and cool with you and friends like that, cut the motherfuckers off, man, because you don't need that shit. Said with love. No, but real talk, though. Love you. Do what's best for you. Thank you all for listening. Have a good one.